You're listening to the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast with Johnny Michelson. Hey guys, it's Johnny here from Spirits People. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Spirits Blind Tasting Podcast. A podcast dedicated to tasting fine spirits without the influence of brands and marketing. As per usual format, I will be tasting two different spirits. And if you read the title of this episode, you'll already know what it is that I have in my tasting glasses here. However, at this moment in time, I don't actually know what they are. My wife, again, so kindly poured a couple of different samples into some bottles that I had sitting around and I've just poured them into my tasting glasses. So I'm ready to get started, but just a quick reminder of the format. I'll start with the appearance and the nose, and then I'm going to take a quick break, and then I'll come back with my tasting notes, and I'll wrap it up with a conclusion. With that said, I'm ready to get started, so let's jump in. ready to jump into the spirits here. So as per usual, I have my two spirits in front of me. I'll be referring to them as spirit A and spirit B, just to keep it nice and easy here. So just looking at both of the spirits, um, there's barely any color in either of these glasses. I think just jumping into spirit A here, and I'll go through the the appearance and the nose on this first, and then I'll jump over to Spirits B afterwards. I think Spirit A, there's a hint of color. It's extremely light. But um, yeah, let's let's jump in. So we'll start with the, the clarity first of all. So it is a clear spirit. And the intensity, I'll say, I'll say it's the lowest as we go. So it's a pale and it's a pale lemon. So it's it's kind of the palest of colors that you would get before you hit the complete colorless and water white spirit. So there is, if you can imagine, there's like a hint of color in, in the glass. I'm giving it a swirl just to kind of get an idea of the texture and it's leaving a nice thick ring on the glass. And it's starting to pull down after a few seconds here. So I will give it a medium oily texture as a suggestion. Um, we'll get into obviously the texture when we do the tasting part of this episode, but it's good to kind of get an idea of, of what you have. It can kind of suggest and set some expectations. Um, as you as you start to swirl the glass a little bit, you don't necessarily have to do it much. It's not like a it's not like wine where you you swirl the glass to release the bouquet and whatever it's called and all that kind of stuff. Like you tend to agitate the spirit a little bit more when you do it with a pure spirit. Um, so if you put your nose in the glass immediately after sitting there and swirling it, you might get a little bit of a whiff of just alcohol. So you might want to 
you might want to give it a few seconds if you are a swirler. I am definitely a swirler. It's just one of those things. I, I sit with a glass and I swirl it for no good reason. But um, but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't necessarily hurt the spirit. But if you continue to do it, obviously you can, or you might be starting to lose a little bit of the aromas. But uh, it's a bit of a side note there. But uh, let's jump into the nose itself on Spirit A. So the condition of the nose is clean. There's no faults or anything like that. The intensity is a medium. So we're just about it's almost a pronounced nose. It almost gives away a little bit at the chin's distance. However, as you move it towards the nose, it starts to be a little bit more revealing. So I'll give it a medium intensity on the nose. And it's it's an interesting one, this one. So I'm getting a lot of, lot of aromas from different categories, really. So I'm going to try and I'm going to try and just kind of list them out here for you guys, because I'm not sure I actually have any idea of what this is at all. But I, I, I may have some suggestions here. So as we get into the the tasting part of of spirit a, it might be revealing a little bit more. So I am, I'm uncertain whether or not I'm getting any kind of agave on the nose. So some of my sniffs, if you will, whatever we want to call it, like when I do nose the spirits, every second time I do it, I'm thinking that I'm getting some agave, but I'm just not sure. Um, I'm also getting some of those kind of typical tequila and mezcal notes, such as uh, green bell peppers. But I'm also getting some some scotch aromas here. I'm getting some some toasted wood, I'm getting some dried lemon peel, I'm getting some fresh pears. And it's also a tiny bit fragrant. There's like hints of, of like a perfume or something like that. It's quite difficult to place. And um, as I mentioned in my third episode, I think at some point that my collection is quite big. So I have quite a few spirits in there. And I have a lot of weird things. So <laughs> this really could be anything. Um, and as you can imagine, you would need a, a decent enough collection to do these kind of tastings and actually not be able to know what it is. But this one here is a little bit of a riddle. So yeah, I think I'll I think I'll put that down and, and, and leave it at that because I think the tasting might reveal a little bit more details. I'll say the last note I'll give on this is the suggested ABV. I think it's probably the high 40s, so maybe above 45%. I don't think it's, at this point, I don't think it's uh, higher than 50%, but I definitely think it's above 45%. So I'll say in the high 40s. All right, so I'm going to put this down, cover it back up to keep the aromas in the glass. And we're going to jump over to Spirit B. The clarity of the spirit here in this glass is clear, and it is completely water white and colorless. So this is a clear spirit altogether. 
give it a little swirl here in the glass. And similar to Spirit A, I will give this a suggested texture of medium oily. It leaves a ring on the glass and it sits there for a little bit until those legs starts to pull down. So we'll see if that holds true when we hit the palette. But for now, it would suggest that it's a medium oily texture in the mouth when we get to that. On the nose, it's a clean nose, no, no faults or poor qualities on the nose here. Uh, the intensity is also a medium. It's a lighter profile than, than Spirit A. However, there are some similarities here actually. And I think the similarities, <laughs> the similarities are that they kind of, they kind of smell the same. And I'm a little bit baffled because I'm getting this, this strange, uh, is it agave? Is it not agave? I think this here is probably more likely an agave spirit, just, just from smelling it. It has more of those characteristics of an agave spirits than spirit A. So I'm getting as per the other spirit, like every other sniff I take, I'm getting some agave and then I don't. So I'm, I'm, I'm again, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit confused here. Um, I am getting some other stuff. I'm getting some, some cardamom. I'm getting some seaweed. I'm also getting some ripe red apples. A little bit of a little bit of charred wood, but also some basil, some fresh basil. So yeah, this is definitely definitely another interesting spirit. Just kind of thinking about those notes, I'm not sure at all what this could be. I'm thinking that spirit B is potentially an agave spirit of sorts. I'll say one thing actually on this one here is that on the nose at first, it had quite a heavy alcohol sharpness kind of coming out of the glass. However, as I just mentioned before, when you start to swirl the glass, you kind of agitate the spirit a little bit and some of those uh, ethanol components starts to kind of break apart and like will, will rush out of the glass. So as I'm now sitting on it, the aromas are a little bit more subdued. And I think for for that reason, I think this is probably a lower ABV than the other spirit that, that I was just nosing there. So I'll probably put this in the low 40s in terms of the ABV. But again, obviously this could, I could change my mind once once we start the tasting part of, of this episode. But yeah, I'm definitely thinking that this is a lower alcohol intensity than spirit a just for just from um, from those kind of observations uh, all right cool this is interesting this is uh <laughs> this is going to be one of those episodes where i'm going to be completely off i have a feeling that at least one of those spirits here in front of me is going to be a complete surprise to me but yep there's only one way to find out. So I think with that said, I'm going to jump in to the tasting part of this episode. I'm going to take a quick break. 
get my notes together and uh, I will be right back. And I am back. And I think with the tasting part of this episode that I'm actually feeling a lot better than when I was doing the nosing. <laughs> so I think the the flavor profiles has kind of given me a lot more clarity around these two spirits. And I think some of the some of the profile elements, especially on well, actually not not just on one of them, both of them really, really has given me some clear hints of, of what these are. So I'm going to jump into the two spirits here. I'll start with spirit A as per the usual format. So we'll start with the sweetness. And um, again, by sweetness, I mean whether or not there's been added sweetness to the spirit. And um, spirit A is a dry spirit or at least i think it's a dry spirit it just means that i think no added sugar basically so the texture is where there's starting to be a little bit of a giveaway of of what this is so the texture is actually quite silky it's quite creamy but it's also quite watery so like quite thin which is an interesting mix. So usually when you have a watery spirit, it's it's not very creamy. And when you have a creamy spirit, it's not very watery. So the combination of those two is, is a little bit of a giveaway. And I'll, I'll talk about that in a second. The intensity is light. It's very, very neutral in in the mouth it's it's very light some of the some of the elements are still coming through but very very few so from the nose onto the palate there's very little of those aromas kind of carrying through you get a lot more of the kind of sharp notes so i'm getting a lot of the kind of florally perfume type notes coming through on the palate. So those flavor characteristics came through from the nose and there's a little bit of dried oak and then there's a little bit of peppercorn, a little bit of bitterness there. So it's actually quite quite a light and almost neutral type palate, which brings me to the conclusion that I think this is a vodka but probably like a craft vodka and maybe even like a maybe it spent a little bit of time in the barrel which is why it has this kind of hue of the the pale lemon that we talked about when we did the appearance so a lot of these kind of things are all starting to fall into place and i think the conclusion really is that this is a vodka and the the creaminess and the watery just to get back to that point I was making around the texture, the fact that it, it's quite creamy, but also quite watery is, is, is what you can find when you have a really good quality vodka. Like a good quality vodka 
for me at least, like a, a well-crafted vodka will be very creamy on the palate. And I don't drink a lot of vodka, but it's it's just one of those things that is really interesting to me. And I'll I'll, I'll probably never really get into vodkas like like other people are are really into vodka. But I find it very fascinating that a lot of these things can really come through in a vodka, and you can detect those things and and and, and thereby start to evaluate like the quality level of the spirit and and how much you should pay for it and those kind of things so so yeah i think this is probably a um i'll say the the guess as 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 kind of a a total guess i would say it's an oak barreled vodka of sorts so so yeah i think a lot of the things going back to the assessment around the nose i think the confusion around those different flavors and stuff it all kind of makes sense now because you don't necessarily get a lot of things from the nose on a vodka unless you've you've put it in a barrel or less or you've added some kind of flavor to it but i don't think i don't think there's any added flavor to this but i think definitely there's been some kind of post-production uh, process uh, or post distillation process for this vodka to give it those kind of hints of those different flavors that I was picking up or aromas that I was picking up on the nose. So yeah, I think that was pretty interesting. And um, yeah, I have not really had much experience with vodka. So overall, also just quite intrigued. But then again, like I, I, <laughs> I'm, 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 almost certain that this is a vodka but obviously i could still be wrong and um yeah when i'll be i'll be the joke of the day but that's completely fine but yeah i think it's um i think it's a vodka here so um so yeah it 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 all kind of makes sense now and i think um the final final kind of conclusion here is that the abv is probably still around 45 percent i think a lot of, of a lot of vodkas are in the low 40s, so I'll I'll kind of maintain that kind of mid mid 40s on the ABV, and um, just because of the the really creamy and silky texture of this vodka, I'm gonna give it a quality level assessment of outstanding. It's really when you look at a vodka, and and, and I don't mean outstanding as in you compare it to something of of really high quality like a, a 40 year old scotch and you have this next to it and you you put them at the same level but in terms of the category and the intent of this specific spirit and you look at that kind of range of of quality i think this is an outstanding vodka cool so i think i'll put this down and i'll jump over to spirit b so pretty much Similar story to Spirit A, where it was a little bit confusing on the nose, and I was I was maybe thrown off a little bit by by Spirit A, to be completely honest. So when I was nosing Spirit B, I think I was potentially thinking a little bit about some of the notes from from Spirits A here, and 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 it does happen when you do side by sides. Like sometimes you you mix them up a little bit, but I think some of the confusion around whether or not I was smelling agave out of the glass, I think particularly was a little bit of a, a, a throw throw off for me. But as soon as I put this spirit in my mouth, it was very obvious that this is an agave spirit. And I think, um, in fact, that this is a, 
this is a mezcal because of some of those very particular notes that I'm picking out. And I'll, I'll, I'll jump into that now to kind of take you through it. So first of all, the sweetness level is dry. So I don't think there's any any sweetness added to this. And there's there's not really any kind of other other sweeter notes coming out. So I also think this is uh, this is 100% agave spirit. So not necessarily any other types of sugars added. So for for mezcals, um, you can add other other sugars into the mash, and um, you're allowed to do that if you do not have 100% agave put onto the label. So yeah, make sure you, you check the labels of, of your agave spirits uh, to make sure that you understand what it is that you're buying. So 100% agave mezcal is, is gonna be my guess, and we'll, we'll talk about it in a second here. So the texture of this is very smooth, very silky, very mouth-filling as well. It really just coats your entire mouth. And all of the taste buds that sit around your tongue, like the different types of taste buds like sits around um, your different areas of your tongue and all the way up to the back of your nose when you kind of swirl it around your mouth. It's just a very, very all-consuming palate. And now when I go back and I actually smell it, I'm getting a lot of these. So it's, it's, it's a little bit more clear. As soon as I started tasting it, the nose also kind of opens up a little bit more. The intensity on the palate here is uh, pronounced. It's, it's, it's a very, very flavorful and extremely all-consuming palate, if you will. So some of the characteristics I'm picking out of uh, the the palette here is the first thing that I picked up on was the agave. It just came straight out and it just like it just turned on a light and everything around that kind of raw material that I've talked about before everything started to make sense. So some of the things from the nose started to make sense as soon as I had that first sip. And a lot of the things, again, from the nose kind of carried on and, and became almost like flavors of a, of a different level. So you kind of smell it and you taste it and it all kind of balances out. So the red apples that I was picking up on on the nose are, are carrying through that kind of a sweet apple note kind of sits on top of that agave and i'm also getting these very typical mezcal characteristics like charred bell peppers there were some black peppercorns on there those cardamom carried through the basil carried through and then i'm very specific to the mezcal because all of these could also be a tequila profile but then i started getting those kind of wood fire it's a bit of nail polish it's quite sharp note there and there's also some burnt orange peel and some a little bit of leather and stuff like that so all in all the profile really just made all like it 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 made sense so all of a sudden it all came together so it just proves that as much as the nose is probably the most powerful tool that you have to be diving into spirits and and trying to dissect and assess these kind of spirits it isn't really until you actually taste the spirit that you're able to kind of 
get the full picture of, of what it is that you have you have in the glass in front of you. So yeah, in terms of the the suggested mezcal here, uh, I think the finish is very long. It's very complex. A lot of the flavor characteristics are really just carrying through, and it just lingers, and it's it's just really a joy to drink this this particular spirit right here like a lot of complexity on on the finish and um yeah i think the abv is probably still in the mid 40s to potentially just around the 50 percent mark and um yeah i guess the quality level from maybe what what, what you can hear me what you can hear me say here is is probably not going to surprise you. I'm going to put this in the outstanding quality level as well. I think a lot of the a lot of the things that sit on the palate and was coming through from the nose are 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 quite exceptional. And the fact that the finish is so long and a lot of those characteristics are just lingering and 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 kind of just playing around on on your um, on your taste buds is is quite quite exceptional so so yeah outstanding at the quality level and uh, in terms of my guess uh, again like this is a 100% agave mezcal I'm almost certain of that I think it's probably because as soon as I I started picking up on on, on some of those flavor characteristics it actually did remind me of the Montelobos Espadin Mezcal, which I think this is, and obviously I could be wrong, but I think especially around the basil and especially around the, the cardamom basil kind of combination there, uh, I do recall having those kind of uh, characteristics pop up when I was trying the Montelobos uh, not too long ago. So, um, so yeah, hopefully I'm going to be actually correct there but if not then again the joke of the day and uh, i'm completely fine with that so i think that's it i'll put this down and uh yeah i'm gonna go and hunt down that little note and see how wrong or how right i did and uh, yeah we'll see see you in a bit back with the results and uh, this went from really bad to really good so it started off a little bit uh, I guess with a certain amount of uncertainty I would say in the beginning of this episode where on the nose I kind of was a little bit lost and then as I hit the palette it all kind of started to come together and I think the result is pretty i'll say I, I was pretty successful so let's jump in here so <laughs> spirit a was the appellation pomorsi or whatever it's called this is a small limited edition vestal vodka and this is one of only around eight thousand bottles and this is a polish vodka and it's probably I grabbed the bottle here because I don't actually, I didn't remember having this and I have no idea where it came from, but uh, yeah, I have this. 
So um, it says here, made from red-skinned potatoes near the Baltic coast. Hints of licorice, blueberries. Didn't get any of that. But uh, anyway, so it was a vodka. And I think a lot of a lot of vodkas are just like, they can be really tricky to place as soon as they, they start playing around with something like aging and stuff. Uh, but I think the palette, the palette just made it really clear that this was a vodka so this particular vodka comes in at 40 percent so a little bit lower than what i thought but vodkas can be they can be quite hard to place on the on the abv they're usually quite low but because they're so alcohol forward if you will um, they can be difficult to kind of lock down in terms of of what you think the abv is so moving on to Spirit B, and uh, this is in fact the Montalobos Mezcal Joven, and this is 100% agave, espadin, coming in at 43.2%. So this was, and I'm quite, I'm quite proud of this because I don't know too much about mezcal. I'm, I'm, I'm getting into it. I have a bunch of bottles here. But this one was one of the first ones that we bought. And uh, actually, my wife bought this one because she really likes mezcal. And uh, I've kind of tagged along on that, on that passion. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm quite pleased with that. It's a little bit lower ABV than I thought, but I was pretty spot on with, with everything else, including this exact bottle. So, yeah, I am, I am extremely happy. I might actually go and just have a have a little pour of this to to celebrate so yeah pretty good so yeah as i as i said this went from like complete uncertainty to great success if i may say so myself all right i think that's it i think that's it for this week's episode of the spirits blind tasting podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please do consider subscribing to this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts and if you have any questions any comments feel free to reach out to me on instagram at spirits people that's it for this week i hope to see you next week cheers